Good afternoon. Hey. How's it going? Afternoon, afternoon. Is it afternoon already? It is. Yeah. 4.25 already, man. I've been up since 5. Yikes. We need to sleep. Nah, man. You know what it is? I think it's because I'm so used to when I'm working nights, I get hungry, you know, really badly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So how are you doing now? How are you doing? Me? I'm fine. I'm multitasking. I'm doing dishes. I'm doing this. I'm going to bake the cookies in a second. Whoa, baking cookies. Baking cookies, that's right. Cookies. Jeez, man. Okay, so everybody, welcome back to another Teddy Hoggle podcast. I'm joined by El Chapo. Negro or Negra, I don't know which one it is. Every time it's, I go to say, I it's keep Negro. <laughs> and every time you say it like a hillbilly, I don't know why, but that's just how you choose to do it. It's Negro. <laughs> it's going to be Negro next time. It's Negro this you know, time. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call you before. You know the problem is, though, I'll probably call you before and I'll still get it wrong when I say it. I'll say it wrong. There's when something I about it. you saying it the way you say it that your, your whole everything wants to do. <laughs> Don't, don't fight it. That's, oh that's you want to be. You be that. Hey, I know. I know, right? It's just, it's 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 crazy. Um, I just gotta say though, um, subject to you before you before we get into this uh, podcast, um, people are loving you, man. I appreciate that. I need all the love I can get. People are loving you, loving you. Like it's it's good. And I say to them, I love having people smarter than me on my podcast. And they're like, no, you're smart. I said, no, this this dude. When when they hear you, I don't the, the, the smile that you bring to their face. They're like, who's that? Like, who's that guy? And I'm like, oh, it's my cousin. They're like, yeah, he's, he's good. Like, you sound. I think them. I think to them, you sound like a nursery run. You know what I mean? Like it's chilled when they're at work as well. And we had no problems with the hour and twenty three minutes that we were talking. No one really complained. They were like, oh, I they can't believe they listened to it for an hour and twenty three minutes. I didn't even know it was that long. I'll be, I'll be honest. Exactly, exactly. But I'm. Remember, you said to me, um, I said to you, oh, I don't know how to get the podcast out there more. Um, like you can't force it down people's necks. I've been doing it. <laughs> I've been forcing it. I've been forcing it. I'm like, have you listened to my podcast yet? I'm like, no, go away from me. I don't want to talk to you. And then they have to go and listen to it. And and too right, you've made something beautiful. You've created something. It's like if you were an artist. And people say they was your friend and they never went to see your work in the gallery. Are they your friend, really? No, not really. No. Obviously, you know, within reason, you can't, like, people have lives and schedules and children and whatnot and responsibilities. But if you're my buddy and you, you know that I'm a creative and you don't want to see any of my creation, then I'm like, where's the love? Uh, you know, I don't force it. No, um, the people I work with, I force it. Um, the people that are my friends, I expect them to, to listen to it. And if they don't, then I don't really mention it again. I don't really... If I say to you twice, I've, I've got that kind of um, three-strike rule that I place. And if you do three strikes, so I say to you, have you listened to it? You say no. Have you listened to it? No. Have you listened to it again? No. And then what I like is, well, you know when everyone's together and they're like, oh, I've had one... I've had one where I went to a party and someone called me Teddy Hoggle. And I turned around and I'm like, no one knows me as that. Who would call me that? And then... They started asking me questions like, "Oh yeah, you do," and I thought myself, "Oh, like I felt weird. Like, hang on, wait, just just back off. My name's, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not that um, I work with you, but because at the time I don't think they knew me, it was weird that they knew me off of um, off a, like off of an alias from a podcast. Like, you know what I mean? It was, it was really weird, but 
all those people then i don't even know if they even listen to the podcast anymore even though i put it everywhere i don't know if they even listen to it but i just think it's yeah i have to when it comes to friends i don't really mind if they don't listen to it free strikes whatever but it's like people that are not my friends are going to me yeah they're coming up to me asking me like tell you oh how's it going yeah listen to the podcast and i'm thinking wow that's weird people i don't know are telling me about the podcast and people that i know for years some reason why they're just not listening to it it's really weird how how the world works Say. It's one of those things. People that are supposed to be a part of your journey will make sure that they are there, will get their supplies. People that aren't won't. That's 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 really true. But getting there with that though, this there today, I like I said to you this morning, was it this morning I messaged you? Yes, it was this morning. About five, I think it was about five o'clock this morning I messaged you, wasn't it? Yeah, probably with five a.m. Yeah. Um I, I was trying to figure off some topics and then I thought to myself you know what I don't I love sci-fi I don't know how much you love sci-fi but I thought you know what I can just run off some stuff to you and we can just talk about it in That's general do you know what I mean so I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to give everyone my little bits that I love in the world it's just going to come off different bits every single week you know what I mean mm. okay so let's go I don't know for sci-fi topic this week I've got a lot of stuff written down and the, the the number one thing I want to I want to ask you is, have you have you seen a list of the, like the, the best sci-fi films ever in the world? Have you seen have you seen any list like this? I have not seen a list. What I usually do is I'll go on YouTube and I'll look for things like because usually something that they say the best is usually not necessarily the best. It's the one that had the greatest appeal or made the most money in the box office. So I, I look for the ones that are the most underrated. Yeah, so that's, that's usually the kind of sci-fi I, I watch. Like one of my favorite um, sci-fi movies is Equilibrium, and it didn't do fantastic at the box office. But that's a really good film, you know. Yeah, I loved it. I what's it called? Interstellar is another one of my favorites. Back, back, oh, Blu-ray, got it on Blu-ray. Yep, yep, got it on Blu-ray. Have to. I'm a Chris Nolan fan in general, so it's like whenever. Okay, I'm not. Film, I'm not a fan of his when it comes to like Interstellar. I didn't really like that film. I don't know what it was. I couldn't get like that it, that should be my type of film and I couldn't get it something that I, I just couldn't what what is it you couldn't get about it because maybe I could break it down a little you know what you know what it is I I, I know I just found it how can I put it it wasn't boring I don't think it told a story enough I don't I don't know I, all it was was a story <laughs> nah, it wasn't. It's not like okay. Have you seen? Okay, I, I can jump in. Have you seen a film called Predestination? No. With Ethan Hawke. Predestination. No. Okay, so okay, in this film, he 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 jumps through time to stop people. Oh yes, yes. Tell a lie. I have seen it. I know. Okay, you. that was a good. You see, you see that story. The story. That story was, was crazy. Thank you. And I loved that film. So when when I say when I say Inception, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I've tried to watch it many times, and I'm just like, I don't. Not Inception, Interstellar. No, sorry, no, Interstellar. I love Interstellar. I loved. I've got that on Blu-ray. I'll be honest, Inception. I had to watch it seven times for it to make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I was talking about. Inception. I, I think I said Interstellar. I said, yeah, Inception, I just don't get it. I don't know what it is. I don't get it. I, I got it. It's, how can I say it? 
it's one of those movies that leaves you the ending leaves you deciding what the outcome was because you could say that he he made it all up in his head and he was incepted or he made it home to wherever he thought home was and was, everything was fine it leaves you to it's like if you've ever seen Pan's Labyrinth have I seen Pan's Labyrinth? Galimo Galimo del Toro are, are you yeah. are you are, are you ah <laughs> It's Guillermo, double L's or Y's. It's he's 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 the most maddest Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde director I've ever seen in my he life. He does like fantasy sci-fi uh, horror. horror and yeah. he does it so well. Like his his creatures are the best creatures. Like when he did Hellboy, I was like, oh wow, that's crazy as hell. It, it's funny that it's funny that you would think that they would have made a third Hellboy. It, but they, but they did it. But the new one's not that bad. Don't get me wrong. The new one, the new one has a really good storyline. I love the storyline. It's just, it's very niche though. Yeah, the actors, the girl, the the guy with the um the, the what's it called, the tiger guy, and all that stuff. But the story is the Blood Queen. I love how they go to the Blood Queen. It's uh, I don't know. It's it's I think that whole brilliant. But the old ones with Ron Perlman are good. But I have to say, like like I said, I don't. If the if the new Hellboy was in the old ones, I think it would have been a better storyline because the old ones are more um, funny. They're not really this comedy. The new one wasn't much of a comedy. It was a film. It was like gritty. It was like yeah, dark. You know, it was very dark. And I like to me when you have a film. Okay, when you have a sci-fi, it sounds really bad. When you have a sci-fi film that's filmed in the day, I lose all hope for it. If it's if I see sunlight, I don't want to see sunlight. I do not want to see sunlight in a sci-fi film. I don't know what it is. Do you know what I mean? You associate sci-fi with darkness, basically. I associate, yeah, because Aliens was one of the first films I watched. Okay. And I've always gone by that whole, you know, like a ship is flying by and you know that's someone holding the ship, making it move. And some guys just gone around with a camera and spun it around and then they just coloured in a black canvas and put like white dots in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like that type of, I don't know what it is. It's, you need nighttime. If, there, if there's light in it, it's like, you know, um... What's the last Batman film called? What was about last Batman? Uh, Gotham Knight. I, I think so. You know the one with um, Bane. Okay, yeah, there was Dark Knight Rises. That one. That's that one. Is that one the Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. And he fought Bane in the day in the middle of the street in front of everybody. Yeah. Did that not ruin the film? Did that not be like, why is Batman out in the day? My opinion: the moment Heath Ledger was gone. Like they couldn't top the one that they did before. Um, Tom Hardy was okay as Bane. Yeah, he was. He was great as Bane. He did it. Yeah, but he wasn't. He didn't have my attention the way Heath Ledger did. Yeah, Heath Ledger was a psychopath. That's why I said, but we're, okay, I'll come jump into this. One. So, who is your favorite Joker? Which out of all of them, out of even all of them, Jack Nicholson, Jared Leto, um, Heath Ledger. So, yeah, um, Jared Leto. Jared Leto's a hit or miss actor for me. I think he's he's a try hard. Um, I, I don't think he he tries to be Heath Ledger, whereas Heath Ledger's just was nat well was natural. Um, and the new one, and Walking Phoenix. What's his name? Walking Phoenix. Yeah, whatever his name. Is. Yeah, and him. Walking Phoenix. Yeah, Walking Phoenix. Yeah, he's natural. So I would say in terms of my favorite Joker, Heath Ledger, then Walking Phoenix, uh, then um, this will sound funny, but Mark Hamill. Yeah, well, yeah, that's you see for me, yeah, for me it's 
Mark Hamill, then Jared Leto, then Heath Ledger. Yeah, then yeah, then uh, then Heath Ledger. And that is that is you you are alone in that. Shall I tell you why, brother? Go ahead, let me hear. He bought a type of Joker that I like to the into the film where he I like the whole uh, I like the whole his him moving his head and like he, he you can he oh, it was a complete psychopath it was it was ridiculous I think I saw him in my head different from what everybody else from. I, I don't know like if 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 I had a Joker to pick and to play he would be the one I'd be like, you know what I like I, I represent more to that one like I, I think was, I'm more like that one. He was a he was a gangster Joker. Where I'd say Heath Ledger was a was a psychopath. Um, I'd say um, like Mark Hamill's a cartoonish villain. Like he's funny, but he's still dangerous. Um, like some of the stuff that he does with well, it's obviously a cartoon, so there's a lot more levity there. But it's like it's it's very, and then it's very light. And then, if you think about uh, Joaquin Phoenix, he made some, he made a great movie um, explaining how mental health issues could lead to somebody like that, and it was very honest. Like he held that movie. Like you didn't need to put any other DC characters in that. He carried that movie beautifully from beginning to end, and it showed how he went from being a person with some light mental illness that went. That people uh, didn't take seriously when undiagnosed properly or whatever and then how his family environment uh, contributed to his psychosis and then in the end when he's just basically wilding out um, you see that you know you know where what where he is now is bad and that he's a bad person but you feel sorry for him too because you know that it didn't have to go there and that's the truth of so many people that have mental health issues that end up homeless or committing crimes it's sometimes just that they didn't receive the, the proper assistance so that's yeah you know what it's it's to, to me I, I don't know what it is it, it, he's the worst one I don't know why for me he's the worst he's the worst because I always interpret it I, I always go back to okay but in the end he has to fight Batman that that's what I go to, and I can't, because we can't forget about that. He is meant to be the opposite of Bruce Wayne. That that's what he's meant to be in this, in that film. They didn't. The mental health part of it was brilliant, and it and it woke a lot of people up to mental health. Like you know, after that film came out, everyone's like, people were like, oh, but people were like, yeah, but the real the realization of this film is, did you see what happened to him? Does how many people does that happen to all over the world? You could probably go to someone on the street now and be like, talk to them, and then you'll see they've, they've had like a full psychotic breakdown or why they're on the street, why they lost their job. Do you know what I mean? It's like all that type of stuff. But then in the end, when you look at him and you see him sitting there and he's dancing on the stage, can he outwit Batman 95% of the time? I would say yes, because for the Joker to be the Joker, he doesn't necessarily have... He knows he can't meet, match Batman strength for strength. He very rarely likes to get in, like, a fist of cuffs or, you know, a hand-to-hand fight with Batman because Batman is trained. Anytime I watch the Joker, and I always go back to, like, the cartoons because I feel like back in the 90s when they made the, uh, the Dark Knight, um, the Batman series, yep. the Joker will put Batman in a position where 
he tries to get Batman to be like him, or he tries to get Batman to compromise himself. He doesn't want to kill Batman. Oh no! You, oh no! No, you mean he tries to get Batman to act like his real self? He tries to make him say, he tries to make stop trying to be Batman. I know you're not like this. Yeah, this is, he tries to make this is like you're false. like everybody yeah. else. You're pretending that you're you have some high moral code, but you're just a flawed person, just like me. And that's and that's what I liked about it. It's like, and I think that that the heat, the, the, the Joaquin Phoenix character has he still has room considering we just saw his origin story he still has room as far as uh the continuation to get to that point because he's already met Bruce Wayne yeah he's already seen where he lives yeah yeah he felt that that should have been his life so there's that there's that tension there that can now build you know though, it's it, it. I think I, I, I've re- you know what, as me and you are talking, I've realized now to this point, the Joker knows who ba- who Batman is, and that's yeah. why, and that's why he's infatuated, um, infatuated by him. But yeah. and and the funny thing about he will not even tell people who Batman is, just so he can have his fun. By just by the Walking Phoenix um film, you can yeah. tell he knows who Batman is, and he's like, you know what, I'm gonna show people. Who I'm going to show people that you are exactly like me. Just because I wear a clown suit, you're wearing the Batman suit. You are me. That's your clown suit, basically. Basically, yeah. That's what he's trying to get across. And I remember in the cartoon again. I think somebody claimed they killed Batman, and the Joker flipped out. Like he doesn't want Batman dead. He wants to mess with Batman. He wants Batman to be there for the long haul for him to just toy with forever and ever. He was sad when he thought Batman was gone. It's weird. It's true. Yeah. It's so true. He like will. Most of the villains that Batman is up against want to kill Batman. Bane wants to kill Batman. Uh, Mr. Freeze wanted to kill him because he's getting in his way. Killer wants to break his mind and kill him. Joker doesn't want to kill Batman. He wants to turn Batman. Nothing would make him happier than to see Batman behave exactly as he does. Yeah, he wants. Yeah, he wants. He wants Bruce Wayne. He doesn't want Batman. He wants psychotic Bruce Wayne. He doesn't want. He doesn't want the hero. He doesn't want him because he knows it's fake. He knows he's doing it. He's beating up people because he likes it. There's no reason why he's doing it. He but he won't kill anyone. But he does it because he likes it. He likes punching people in the face. That's how he gets his frustration out. He wears a bat suit, goes around solving crimes. No, not really. He's doing it because he likes to beat you up. That that's that's basically it. Well, and the Joker sees that. He tells it? himself that he has a high moral code, but really he's getting out his aggression, his anger, and his like him being Batman is his therapy. He's telling himself that if I do this, my parents didn't die in vain. All that I've suffered, I can exercise my demons each night while I clean up the streets. So it's just yeah. vigilanteism. That is. That is. That is. Okay then, so getting off, um, what's it called, DC, we're going to go straight into Disney, I'm going to go straight into Star Wars. What did you think? <laughs> I don't know, have you seen The Mandalorian? Um, yes, I have. What did, you, what did you think of The Mandalorian? I've, I've heard you go uh, into a, a, a fanboy frenzy over Grand Moff Tarkin, I think it was. Whoop whoop! That's my, he's my favourite, yeah. Um... I like The Mandalorian because it finally explains the story of Mandalore in, like, in cinematics. Like, I've played, like, Knights of the Old Republic and other games. 
Was... You played. Wait, 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 wait. I'm old. I keep telling you this. I played. Some... You have played Knights of Old Republic. All of them. Yeah. Can you believe? To this day, because of that game, I don't like. I, I don't give me what I don't. I can't say I don't like. The nine movies that they've made to me, I don't care about. The Knights of the Old Republic made me see what Star Wars actually was. Yeah. It opened up the whole universe to me. I don't care about Yoda and Luke's and Anakin. It, it, it sounds it really explained bad. the Force as like there was no right or wrong for the Force. It's how you use it. Because you could be a Jedi and be a bad person by based on your choices. Or you could be a Sith and make good choices and be a good person. There were even yeah. grey Jedi who kind of bend it to either side of the force depending on how they needed it and according to the Jedi Council Grey Jedi were almost as bad as Sith but that wasn't the case they just lived in the Grey area yeah the, the original Jedi sorry I can't call them Jedi okay yeah the original Jedi force users yeah were Grey Jedi they didn't believe in having good or bad they just knew that there had to be balance yeah um because all of them were using Sith Lightning or they call it Sith Lightning or stuff but they were all using many things and well it was I think it's just I think it's I don't know I can't remember it was two families or a family whatever had a dispute and that's how the Sith and all these guys came or I think or they met the Sith that were using the Dark only and then the Jedi it, it's the story is crazy but it's just the, the whole thing about the Mandalorian the one thing that I did not understand I don't know if you did you ever see the Clone Wars have you seen the last Clone Wars yeah I saw the Clone Wars okay but have you seen the new one that's come out what the cartoon yeah the new last episodes um I'm watching I watched one last night I haven't finished the Clone Wars but I'm on the last couple of episodes okay then so I found Ahsoka again okay okay so that yeah so in the last episodes you see all the 66 from um Ahsoka's point of view so I won't spoil it for you because I, I, I won't do that but I don't know if you realise, you know in The Mandalorian when he goes, oh, um, this is the way, and they, and they don't take off their helmets. They're very respectful. They're very... It's a it's a tribal thing where don't take off your helmet because if you do, you're basically... You're out of the clan. You might as well brand you that your helmets come off. If you watch stuff like The Clone Wars and the movies of the um, of Star Wars and that, these guys always take off their helmets. In The Mandalorian, he didn't take off his helmet. In the cartoon... They keep taking them off. They keep putting them on. They keep, and I thought to myself, this doesn't make any sense. So how is it he's following code, but all the movies and all the cartoons are not following the code? I, I've never understood this. And I was like, yeah, it's true. Mandalorians are not meant to take off their helmets. It's it's like this whole, and not to go too off topic, it's the whole new Rick and Morty episode about something being canon or not canon or like how it can just frustrate people and it makes uh, just a ridiculous circular argument um, you just got to take it for what it is the people that made the Mandalorian and the people that made the Disney cartoon are going to be different the reason the people in the Disney cartoon are going to take their helmets off is so that you can better easily differentiate differentiate each person and then you have marketing because you can make a character with this face toys yeah that's toys. all it is that is all it is it's, it's for marketing purposes because if everyone's got their helmet on the you can't form an emotional connection to that. It's just a person in a helmet. Um, but it's like there were army men before G.I. Joe, but G.I. Joe is G.I. Joe. There were dolls before Barbie, but Barbie looks like Barbie. So it's like once you have a particular shape 
market to that. So I think that's probably the main reason. That, you know what? You might be right there. You you might be right. Because, yeah, the Mandalorian's um, not for children, so they don't have to market toys. But we have Baby Yoda. What is that doing for everybody? Sending people into a frenzy. People, you know the funny thing, right? I, because you played the Knights of the Republic, you, you, you're, you're like me. When you realised there was more than 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 two colours of a lightsaber, there was yellow, there's orange, or there's purple, whatever. Green. You, yeah, you found that there was more than two colours. You realised, okay, what does this mean for the movie? So when you watch the movies again, you try to watch them. You're like. Why is there no yellow lightsabers? Why is there no dark blue lightsabers? There's only light blue. Why is there no orange? Why is there no? Do you know what I mean? You think yourself. Well, Mace Windu had a purple one, so he showed some variation. Yeah, but he made George Lucas make him have his own lightsaber color. Yeah, because he said he wanted to be different from everybody else, so he's made his own lightsaber color. And the funny thing about it was, when I play um, Jedi games, I always use a purple lightsaber mm-hmm. because I always find myself. The purple one's the strongest one for me because of the light and the dark. So I don't want to just be the normal Jedi Guardian, the blue one, and just go around. No, that's not really my type of thing. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, I use the purple one as well. But when you find out more lineage about it, it's really weird that they have not used these things in movies. Like, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot believe that apart from the cartoons, none of these movies have had the white lightsaber, the gold one. Or, on, or a yellow one. It's it's really weird that they've not expanded it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why they haven't expanded this because the games have been doing it from what? When I was what? 21? Now I'm 35. It's like you've had a long time to make all these Star Wars films and expand the series. It's marketing, and- it's mass appeal. Bear in mind, it's not just people like you and me making decisions on what studio green lights. It's... It's a whole bunch of people that have to come together that have different schedules, a shared vision to make it. And if that doesn't happen, the movie doesn't happen. And there's a great many movies that are half done, half started, written up, ready to go, that have been sitting on the uh, cutting room floor or whatever you want to call it for time. And it's just, they didn't have, either that sometimes they didn't have the technology, they didn't have, yeah, they just didn't have the people, they didn't have the, the setup for it. But there's enough fan service out there for people to... Okay, have you seen... Um, oh, I don't know if you've seen this. Okay, what I normally do is when I go onto YouTube, if if there's a film I like, what I normally do is, and I like it like to the point where I'm like, yeah, okay, that's that I read a lot of stuff. Because like, I read um, Star Wars audio um, audiobooks from like, Audible, like Count Dooku's side story. I know all about Count Dooku, The Mandalorian, all these, all these other people. So basically what I do is I try to do the, not research, but I try to watch some stuff. And they've made loads of fan-made films on YouTube. So I would say to anyone, if you want to know more about Star Wars, go to these fan-made films on YouTube. And some of them are brilliant. You will not believe the, the lore that they use. They make up their own Jedi some of them have got different lightsaber colors and stuff like that and you will not believe the, the time and the effort they have put into these films and the funny thing about it Baba, some of these films are doing better numbers than the actual movies and these films these, these things are like 50 minute clips yeah. and you wouldn't believe it there's one recently that was made 
um, it's I think the guys made it. The guy that made it was called Star Wars Theory. I listened to him. He's even got a podcast. He's even got a podcast now as well. And he made a beta film, and Disney took it down because the movie, the 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 the, the short film was so. They, he he basically took the attention away from from Disney and made it go all the way to his channel because people wanted to see this film. He even had a showing of it in a cinema. That's how good it was. And they made such an uproar about it. Disney actually had to give him back the rights to the film because it was like it's it's his baby, and they and they tried to take it from him. And it's, and literally the film is twenty five minutes long, and it's it shows everything that Vader should be in that little space of time 25 minutes it shows exactly what Vader should be and stuff like that that's what I like about Star Wars the fanfare I I kind of have to say is kind of better than what George Lucas could imagine because he imagined what we need for canon and people have just gone wild with it you know what I mean they've just taken it to higher heights that he could have I know if you know I think that is one person's dream to write a book and then people across the world just go crazy on it and just make it you can make any language you can do it by any means necessary yeah. if you make something can... that appeals to pop culture and becomes pop culture you end up a billionaire like george lucas or uh who else jk Rowling. even for that you can go watch her fan film made films on youtube there's a load of them of, of um, hogwarts there's a load of them a load and you wouldn't believe it. There's people people elaborating on um, Bellis Six of Strange's um, backstory mode, all that type of stuff. It's, it's amazing. Um, back to George Lucas, though. Um, the story apparently. Okay, now ask you before. What did you think of the Rise of Skywalker, the last film? I didn't like it. What was wrong with it? It was. It was just like I'll put it this way. It was slightly better than Solo. I feel that like. <laughs> they they rushed everything. It's like it took three movies. Like someone said, it took three movies for Luke Skywalker to get to a level of Jedi that was able to fight. And this young lady, um, with very little training, is wielding the Force like a master. Now I'm not saying that the ability for her to be that wasn't there, but she didn't get the training that like Luke got trained directly by a living Yoda. She didn't get that kind of training. Yeah. She just she just gets her visions and and then she's all super strong and she's a Palpatine and who cares? I and I get it like women in Hollywood like women superheroes are necessary. I, okay, that's what that, that's the part I was gonna that you know what continue because that's the part I was gonna say without trying to be sexist. I'll go on, go yeah, on. I, I, I go get. On. I think young women need to see powerful women in uh, in in, uh, in roles in sci-fi. Um, because there are very like there are strong women in society. To pretend that they're not is is just people, you know, trying to keep women down or deny the reality of the fact. There are there are women that bench press more than me, that can box better than I can, that can fight better than I can, that do jobs that are more dangerous than mine. Um, and they're not usually their stories are not told. They're not properly represented, represented, represented. But at the same time, don't fast track it like. Like, I don't think Brie Larson was necessary for the Avengers. I don't think Cap... Cap Who's Brie Captain Larson? Martin. Oh, you know what? Don't worry. I, I, don't worry. I, I've written that down. Oh, we're going to get into that. I, I didn't... I, I liked her movie, and I liked her movie for one singular reason, which was the 1990s 
uh, throwback soundtrack and like little things that I remember about the 90s that I thought, hey, they got that right. They got that right. Um, and the humorous bits here and there, but that movie was terrible in my opinion. And she was unnecessary and they stuffed her in there quickly. Um, for the same reason they gave Pepper Potts armor at the end of Avengers. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Because oh, it's funny that it's like it's like you're reading it's like you're reading off my piece of paper. It's like you're reading off my piece of paper that I put here. Okay, so the rise of school, the rise of so the rise of Skywalker was like you said was completely rushed. Um, I have nothing against a female lead, but when you try to make out like this lady can get trained by Leia. And then basically, let's be honest. When I went to the cinema, True say Carrie Fisher did die uh, during post-production. Or actually, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I understand that. But in the film, you see someone that is trained by Yoda. Leia is then trained by Luke, and Luke is getting his ass kicked in that film by Leia. Getting his ass whooped. Let's just be honest. She's knocking him down. He's 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 confused by how good she is. We all know when it comes to something to do like okay, let's just take boxing for instance. If you were boxing for ten years and I'm boxing for one, you're going to be better than me just by experience wise. It it all comes you've down to experience. On your technique, so yeah, yeah, you've worked on your technique. Okay, I can beat you, but then it will probably take more out of me than it has you. Do you know what I mean? It probably will take more out of me than it has you. So, through the film, Ray was fighting with one hand. And this, when I was in the cinema, people were going absolutely bonkers that this girl was fighting Kylo Ren with one hand when in the first film and in the second film, she couldn't even beat him up. Do you know what I mean? It was a bit weird. And she, this girl is fighting with one hand like she was Ahsoka, like she had been trained by Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. And she was running around so powerful in the force. I was like, who taught you this? Because you can't communicate to force ghosts. And was Leia really that strong in the force that she can teach Ray all this stuff within within like a couple of years? It's really weird. And I thought to myself, wow. But then I started to realize what Disney were doing. And like you said, it was um, the strong female character. And I realised, like you said, Brie Larson in um, Miss Marvel. Um, I believe that Disney can throw, at this moment, can throw any movie at you and you'll watch it. They can just do that now I because they can make that. a character. I think Disney like, knows that the days of a Disney princess are numbered. Little girls don't want to aspire to be cute and pretty at, to the degree that they, they assume they did in the past and they have to make they have to show the range of, of, of the activities of ladies and that they match that of men women want to be firefighters women want to be cops, women want to be soldiers so they have to yeah. show that range and they know that if they stay in the, the pigeonhole of oh we need a Find no, a man, get married, have kids, and live your life. They are going to become outdated very quickly. So they need to be looking like they're on the forefront. Yeah. Like, do you, could you imagine 10, 15 years ago, um, someone like, um, let's say, what's her name? Black Widow getting her own movie? 
And if she did, would she be wearing some ridiculously overly revealing outfit? And be there, mate, like yeah, she being be. Googled and having quips and. The funny thing is, she was the only one to me. Her and Captain America and Winter Soldier were the only ones that looked original to me in the Marvel Universe, in, in, in these movies. When she first came and she fought those people in the hallway, I was like, that's Black Widow. I can't believe I didn't like her. That is Black Widow. She played that well. She played that whole, even in that one when she did um, The Winter Soldier. She played that well as well. And I'm like, this yeah. girl is Black Widow. Like, is she is she reading the comics? Girl, what is going on? Not, as we've agreed, she's not the strongest actress. But she's Black Widow. Black Widow, she killed it. She Yeah, she killed that role. Chris Evans. Chris Evans was captain. Um, the guy that played Bucky. Um, the, guy, sorry, the guy that played Witness Soldier. He was Witness Soldier. They could have probably changed uh, yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah, um, yeah, I do not like Don Cheadle as War Machine. Yeah, that was that was completely crap. Um, Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. was Iron Man. I can admit that. Um, Vision. They could have changed him. I don't know. Like it, he could have been anyone. Doesn't matter. Could have made but Lord, I, have to, I have to give it. I, yeah, I could have. I I can I can clap. And second, my favorite actor in the Marvel universe was the guy that played Ultron. He was br- I, I watched the other and I thought, this guy is Ultron. This guy is amazing. He was amazing as Ultron. He, the first thing when he's like withered and he's like just dropping down, I was like, who acts like this now? Like no one. I don't know what I don't know what he did, but they got Marvel have had some serious actors that we don't realize, and they. Well, they killed him off, but you know what I mean. It's like, program. come back. <laughs> exactly, he can. He can. He can. Okay, if that's true. So, um, well, hang on. Have I got any more with? Um, just making sure I haven't got any more with Disney. Okay, no. So, moving on to this is this is one that we spoke about on our first podcast, and I wanted to bring it back up. Um, we mentioned um, Gene Roddenberry, the yeah. creator of Star Trek. Um, I have to first say big up to Hank McCoy. He's my favorite um, Star Trek Enterprise um, officer. Bones. I have to say that Hank McCoy doesn't like doesn't yeah Bones doesn't like space, but he's still there for for years. <laughs> yeah, I love Bones. Um, what do you think of the star of of the whole? Okay, remember there was a whole controversy between behind Dream Roddenberry even making Star Trek. Do you know the controversy between behind that? Before I get into um... it. I watched a documentary on it the other day, and um, it's deeper than it is, right? It's, well, when they first made it, deep. the um, what had happened was, um, and this goes all the way back to like the sixties, the fifties, sixties. Yeah, the fifties. So, yeah, the fifties. Yeah, Lucy the 50s, and Desi, yeah. Lucille Ball. Uh, I love Lucy. Her and her husband got divorced. She got ownership of the studio, so she's only in the studio now. Her husband's out the picture, and someone says, "Hey, we want to make this story about space." And um, she misunderstood. She said, "Oh, it's about uh, about this ship," and it, she thought it was like sailing, like the love boat kind of situation. And uh, when he pitched it to her, she was like, "That doesn't make sense." She didn't think anyone would watch that because they had Buck Rogers, and they had and they're like those are the kind of things the kids watch on a Saturday morning. And he was like, 
know it's like travelers going through space, but they're multicultural and multi-ethnic. There's even a Russian, and and these times the Russians were being vilified, obviously, because of the Cold War. So yep, and he even put a black woman on there, uh, and he and she Michelle, is it Michelle Michael? I think she wanted to so. quit. I can't remember her name. And though. she's there in an interview, and she says that the reason she didn't quit Star Trek is because Dr. Martin Luther King told her not to. Yeah, she said wow. I was. I, I got. She said I'm a Broadway actress. I got offered a great part on Broadway. I was like, I'll do this couple of episodes and I'm out of there. And then she said she was going to uh, like a signing or whatever, or a viewing for the panel of the, the actors. And she said that somebody, said somebody who wants to meet her is her biggest fan. And she was like waiting for some young, nerdy looking boy to come up and be like, oh, you're really pretty. And she goes, she turns around and smiles at the king. So then she said to, 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 to the, her assistant, she's like, um, Whoever that little boy is, he's gonna have to wait. This, I want to talk to Martin Luther King. And Martin Luther King said, "No, I'm your biggest fan." And she said her jaw dropped. And then she said to him, "I." He was giving her praise after praise, and she said, "I'll be honest with you, uh, uh, Dr. King. I, I'm gonna be leaving the show." And she said he got very stern in his face, and he said, "You can't." And she's like, "Well, I've kind of already made my decision because uh, she she wanted to go back to what she felt was serious acting." And he said to her, like, you can't. He said, my little girl sit there and watch you and they dream about being astronauts because of you. She goes, he goes, do you know what you mean to them, to, to us as a people? And she said, when he said that, she reassessed the situation and she stayed on. Wow. That's, that's, yeah. That, I, I never, I've never heard that story before. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. But, um... Gene Roddenberry, I don't know if you know, from the scoop that I heard or whatever, he was tasked to write Star Trek. And this is crazy because, you know, they had like the moon landing and all this stuff and they were doing all this stuff with the moon landing. They had to meet Russia to the moon. So I don't know if you know, just what I've heard, that he basically had to write something in coordinates with the CIA and everybody else in, in, in America to write a story about space in case we were contacted by aliens. And basically, if we were or we had any contact with them, we, would, we wouldn't be, how can I put it, star crazy to realise, oh yeah, there's something out there and we didn't know about it. So it kind of like, like numbed us down. It was like to the point what, where, like a preparation. It, it, prep. It was prep. First contact like preparation. Prep. Yes, basically. So when you, you even heard um, that um, his son was on a podcast and he said, um, "What did your dad do with like this?" I can't remember if it was the CIA or FBI, whatever. He said, "Oh, you don't realize that my dad actually was was on." talking with them a lot of the time about the stuff that he was doing so that he could put his stuff on TV so it would just normalise everybody so if there is an invasion or anything does happen this would this would just be normal you know Gene Roddenberry is in is meant to be the person that was um, that um, that he's been to the moon and all this stuff and they've got like you know they're 
like the moon is more than it is and all that stuff. And if you hear him talk, you wouldn't believe it because you're thinking, oh, there's nothing up there. There's, come on. If, if there was something there, we would have found it before. But he genuinely believed, like the rest of them, that stuff was going on. And that's why they were so badly trying to cover it up with the TV show. Because then if anything did happen, we would just be numb to it. How many UFO sightings have you seen or heard on the news or on the TV? And you just gone to yourself, mm, you don't really believe it. I'm, I'm, at, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at two minds here on this because I'm not really big on conspiracy theories. Um, but at the same time... Yeah. I think like there was a movie called Contact with Jodie Foster in the night. Yeah, that was like, a good film. That was a good film. If there isn't anything out there, then that's a really big waste of space. And it, yeah, it, <laughs> it's like, right? why make an entire neighborhood and have one house? There's no point. Yeah, so it makes no sense. I believe in science. I also believe in intelligent design. Uh, I believe. I believe that they they both work hand in hand. Um, it's just like it's like yeah, and even like what Thor says, science is just magic by a different like yeah, it's just by something. It's the same thing by a different name. So it's like I I, I think that there is other places out there that must be similar to Earth. It's completely reasonable because like we look at our observable universe, there are planets that are similar all over the place. So it's reasonable to conclude that maybe somewhere far off there is a planet like ours with similar life forms, um, or maybe the multiverse theory is correct, and there's a version of me somewhere in that where I'm the prime minister of the UK or I'm the president of the United States or I became a military dictator worse than Hitler. I don't know. I'm. I don't know. It's. <laughs> Well, you know what? I, when, when you think of multiverse, everyone likes to think of all the good stuff that they could be, but people are, you know, flawed. So there's a possibility that I'm not my best self in some of these places. So you're making that so it's like um, yeah. Jet Li's the one. Yeah. Is it the one when he had like yeah, that was, multiple yeah, versions of himself? And trying, and one to, trying to singular, like trying to cut it down to one, so then he gets all the power that kind of thing yeah that's 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 very good actually but if there is yeah that is yeah that whole multiverse thing that is boy that's a, that 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 is that is different thing that's that's kind yeah, of a breakdown that's, that that's, they do that's everything shadow star trek the the terran society versus the star fleet and yeah they do the mirror matches they cross over into different dimensions. So Star Trek's been doing the, the multiverse theory for a long time. Really? Star Trek yeah. multi multiverse? Have you watched I the one with the... The one on Netflix? Star Trek on Netflix? With Michael Burnham? No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the new one, um, Spock's, yeah. bro, um, Spock's sister. I, I, you, I, you know it's what, well written. I have. No, I, I, I know that. I, I was just about to get into that with you. I was gonna ask you like... what you think of that one because I don't, I don't know if you've seen Picard. Picard. Have you seen Picard? Yes, that 
that's what I was gonna say to you. Can you compare the two? Down, it's three lanes. You got the I, movies, you got the Netflix, and you've got the card on what is it, CBS or CBS? Amazon, yeah, Amazon, whatever. Amazon Prime. So course, yeah. they're all. It's like there's enough. There's enough space. No pun intended. For there to be this many veins of thought. Yeah. It's true. I yeah, you know what it is? I just okay, when when Star Trek Discovery first came out, I was so involved in it. I don't know what it was. I understand they have to do um they have to be politically correct now, so you have to have um you have to have um gay people, bisexual, black, white, um every every culture in it. What I don't seem to understand is why sometimes don't get me wrong i understood that there was racism back in the day why these people were not allowed on tv whatever when i see um spock's sister being a black woman i have no problem with it i just didn't understand why it was not a normal vulcan girl do you know well, what i mean i didn't vulcan understand anyway. she's just a human that, that raised by vulcans exactly but it's very like I don't know the word. It's 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 very cliche. Do you know what I mean? It's let's just throw let's just throw the black girl in there to to satisfy everybody, so they can never say, "Oh, we never put a black woman in space," or yeah, they I, can't say. I thought about that. I thought they could oh, have yeah, made her. Not a... I think that would have made it really interesting. It it would have it would have forced because Vulcans aren't necessarily known for their emotional range, and I think that's probably why they steered away from it. Um, when you want to do a lot of like deep heartfelt acting, Vulcans are probably not the best. They're usually the straight man in everything. Um, and then when they do show some emotional range, everyone's like, <gasps> so maybe that was it. It's hard to have, it's hard to tie in a love story filled with human emotions to somebody that's not human. Yeah, but she gets away with it. She gets away of it. So the first series was brilliant. I like the first series. The second series kind of slowed me down. Um, then Picard came out. Shut it down. And okay, I watched the first episode of Picard, and I was like, "This is the difference between these writers. Whoever's written Discovery and whoever's written Picard, there is a big tilt in Picard." And I don't know what the difference is because there's not a lot of difference in Picard and Discovery's got way more going on. They've got the angels, they've got Michael being um, in, um, human, but she's Vulcan and she's black. You've got the the two gay um, officers. You've got the the quantum the quantum jumping thing yeah, when they can jump through network. different times and come. They've got all of that. Picard, for some reason why, is straightforward. They brought back data. They brought back number one. They brought back his his his, um, his truth. But that's, that goes to human nature. We always gravitate to what is familiar to us, and we know those characters. We don't have to think about them or what they'll do. We know how Picard's going to act. We know how Riker's going to act. We know how Troy's going to act. Like you don't have Detroit. to think about it. Yeah. Um, all they've done is found a new dimension to explore, like to, to tie up loose ends. Because you always think about okay. So you finished doing your, your trek around or whatever, you're an animal or whatever, you retired, then what? Like, 
all that knowledge, all that traveling, like how could somebody, because like people that travel all their lives or are explorers, when it's time for them to like stop, they kind of just wither away and die because they don't know how to sit still anymore. So yeah, it made sense yeah, where true. they went with the story. It made sense how it, how everything panned out. I like the way that they they explored stories that I've always thought about. Because I was like, you know what? They don't really explain the Romulans very much. And I think that they, they just kept them in the back burner because they never really said, like, the Romulans never really got involved. They, they kind of kept to themselves. You didn't know too much about the Romulans. You always yeah, thought, yeah. well, the only thing you knew about the Romulans was that they were spies, that powerful weapons. And you couldn't go into Romulan space. Yeah. yeah, and you couldn't go into Romulan space. You go into Romulan space, you break the treaty, that was it. You broke the treaty, we don't care. Yeah, we're going to kill you. That was it. And, that, and and you know what? And it's true. What you said is... It's very... Um, what's the call? It's very... It's very... No, it's... But hard is very straightforward. They, they It's like you said, yeah. They made you... They made you look at the characters and fall in love with them again you knew what they were going to do you knew what they were going to be about and i think that's what discovery is going to be it sounds really bad in the next 20 or 30 years because we don't fan base yeah yeah but it's too but for the old tricky fans i don't like what they did to the klingons in it well you see that that, that's the funny thing about that's the only episode I ever remember. You know the one where the guy gets turned into human and then he doesn't realise yeah. he's having his whole he's having that whole mind boggle. That was my no, favourite episode. I felt like that. I felt like, geez, they really ran away with this. They made the Klingons like like proper creepy looking. And it's just like I was like, really? I felt like they just took it too far. I, I'm hoping in the next um, Bacard they have Klingons. I don't think they should really go on the Borg anymore, even though Bacard and the Borg have that serious history. I think they should try and move on from that. But no, I don't think they can't because every Star Trek has their enemy, don't they? So Kurt had um, he had he had, he had Klingons, didn't he? And um, um, Bacard had I, Borg. I theorize for that the other somehow during some kind of temporal anomaly that the humans created the Borg. Yep. You think so? I think it's AI gone crazy. And I think because a lot of like really great tech minds are warning people left and right that we must not let artificial intelligence get out of hand because it will start to solve problems and we are a big problem. Yeah, they say we're a cancer of the world. Yeah, and if something is efficiently fixing those situations, eventually it will come to the conclusion that if we remove the humans, we are back. the waste would stop, the pollution would stop, the war would stop. And that's how it works. Okay, so, getting off Star Trek, because we could talk about the river. Did you see... Have you seen all the seasons yes. of Stranger Things? I think what that, do you think they, about that? They, they did it very accurately. Being a kid of the... Like, I was born in the 80s. I grew up watching the Goonies. It gives me that Goonies feeling. It gives me that 1980s yes. feeling. Like I love Eggo waffles. Grew up eating those. Um, the music, the hairstyles, the kids, the responses, the things that they find funny. The fact that he's singing the never-ending story song, which I sung. That was brilliant. Yeah, I, 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 I rewind. Yeah, it was, it was cute. 
Um, so it's just, I want to know where the story's going to go now. But they, every time I think that maybe they've run, they've run the distance with the story, they managed to make it interesting. Okay, they've not done the digital era yet. They've done um, Michael Jackson. They've done, um, what was the second one? They did Ghostbusters in the second one. And the, I don't know what the third one. Oh, the third one was about um, punk life. Uh, was it? No, was it? Um, like they wore the clothes. I don't know. I don't know what that era of clothing is like, called. I don't know. I don't when know Madonna first is, came out. They've it. Yeah, they've After done that now. They've done that whole <laughs> That yeah, they've done that. So, and what I what I what I tried to explain to somebody because someone said to me the other day, "Oh, this is a kids show," and I'm like, "This is not a kids show." I said, "You should not." Be letting kids terrible, watch right? this it's show, a show because about it's a sci-fi with kids in about it. possession. It's about possession, and I don't think people are. And as I said to someone the other day, someone said to me, "Oh, it's a kitchen." I said, "No, it's not." I said, "This show is about possession." They're like, "What do you?" I said, "This show is probably worse than The Exorcist." And they were like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "You're not watching the show properly. You're watching it for the kids." I said, "Do you do understand that something is possessing children, bringing them in somewhere and killing them?" And they were like, no, no, you're thinking about it too deep. No, that's like, like the first couple what? episodes. The ginger lady gets dragged in the, the upside down or the alternate dimension. The upside down, oh God. Yeah. The fact that uh, Seven has her powers because her mom was a drug addict or whatever. The MK Ultra. The whole thing is, it's like, it's deep. Brother, it's weird that no one understands what's going on. I said to someone when they saw, you know, that spider creature that that saw the boy, the and every time he kept seeing him, the hair on his back, the mind flare, and his neck, the, the hairs on it. And I said, he's possessed the little boy. And the guys looked, the, the guy I was like, trying to explain it to was like, no, he just, the way he said it was, oh no, he just went inside of him, took control of him. I said, oh my gosh. I said, this is, I said, this is possession. I said, this. These kids are scared of this thing because this thing wants to possess them and kill them. You don't understand. This thing it, is at first living it just wanted a kid to destroy eat them. I think now it realizes that it could take over this dimension and have all the food and whatever it wants. So now it just wants in. It's like, you know what? I like it here. It's yeah, it's it's good. I do have to admit though, I do have to admit, it's kind of dragging now. I don't know why. I feel the episodes are all the same, especially in the third season, the episodes are all the same. And I think because the uh, the attention on the, the attention's on Eleven, I think when she left in the second season, I went to find her sister and they had all those others that could do all their powers. Yeah, I think that's same. where they lost me. I didn't, I didn't I think understand they, what that was about. They lost me. Yeah, like, why did you do that? It, I think they tried something and it didn't work, and then they had to pull it back a bit. And even in this last series, when like they're kissing, don't get me wrong, I understand that, but they're kids, well, they're, and they're I, like I, I like now. they're not they, like what they were in the first season. They want to make a show that we can grow with as well. The kids are not going to stay I, looking I, like that. I, I, you know. Yeah, I know, but you're okay. Do you know, okay, what can I put it as? What can I put it as? What can I put it as? Okay, you know, you watch the Never End of Story for the first time. You know, they're kids. In our heads, they're never going to grow up. In this, I believe they should have done more episodes 
when they were kids and stop having this this huge break because they, these they kids need are going to do the breaks because the kids have other projects like one of the, one of the main characters he was in it um and with that like they I'm sure they have other they do other little projects they they do I know but you know when it's like oh how can I put it having 10 episodes is not enough if, if you understand what I'm saying this okay so you do a year of filming then you have two years off then you come back so you've gone from 12 to 14 to 16 the next time we see these guys they're going to be adults and it's, it's going to be this, the biggest jump ever do you know what I mean it's going to be a massive jump now where 11 is with the guy that she's dating me is she seeing hang on are they still together remember she just lost her I can't remember. father yeah her dad, and then the other yeah, kids moved away. Did she leave? Did she leave with her boyfriend? Remember, the kids moved away at the end. Yeah, but did she leave so. with him? She left with him, right? I can't remember. I can't remember anyway. So, um, it's I don't know. It's it's a thing. I I don't know. I just feel that they should have more. They should film more. Film film more so we can. They can like stretch out the story just to, to just a little bit, just so I can see them. Because now they're older, it's a bit. I don't know. I think is it getting worse? Because the next season they have to they have to go with a bang. The next thing they have to go with a bang. The never ending story part saved it. I'll be honest, it saved it. It saved it. I don't know why, but it saved it for me. It is. They, I don't know. Every every episode I watched, there was nothing in the episode that was that 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 caught me. Do you? Do you even remember anything for the last season? Um, Do you remember yeah, anything the whole from it? Fight at the the swimming pool and all that. Okay, yeah, that's the end. That's the, that's the last episode. Well, right? no, the last episode is them fighting in the mall, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. See, I don't even remember I mean, the swimming like, pool. Smashed one of the moms. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yes, 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 yes. I remember. That. You see what I mean? I couldn't remember it. The first season, I can tell you about. The second season, the third season, I don't know what it is. I can't... It didn't impress upon you at I all. I can't remember like, it really. Whatever. Because they had already done it. They had already done... They had already done it. Do you know what I mean? It's I, I don't know what more they can do. I, I, I just... I don't know. You're a tough guy to please. Okay. Um, I love sci-fi. Sci-fi, sci-fi has to show something to me. All right, I'm going to read you off a couple of movies. And you can say... Um, I well, I don't rate it. Um, you can rate it by saying how you prefer these movies by saying, um, no, I was gonna say, no, we're not gonna do thumbs up. What should we do? What should we do? What should we do? What should we do? Is it okay? We can do lunch or we can say Sunday dinner. So, Sunday dinner means good, lunch just means, uh, and a sandwich means not gonna remember at all, yeah. Okay, category is uh, sandwich, rubbish, lunch, lunch means okay, and dinner means good. Yeah, like okay, okay, okay. I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the matrix. Oh. One, two, three. One Sunday dinner. Two. I don't know what the middle one was. Um, 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 no, no, I don't know the what one where um, the category, the word. Fifth comes say. back. Um, it's lunch. It's, it's, it's breakfast, right, dinner, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner. This is breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
Um, oh, okay. The third one was garbage. So, a sandwich or whatever. <laughs> sandwich. Okay. Pacific Rim. Both sandwiches. Yep. Really? Okay. Um, I'm going to go... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say this differently though because I'm say it different. Um, Ridley Scott's um, Prometheus and Alien Covenant. I'm gonna do those two first. Yeah, you have to think about this one because they're both. It's either they're both terrible. No, I or you like, like them. I, this is the problem. Prometheus. I love it and hate it at the same time. Ask too many yeah, questions. You have to ask too like, many questions. They didn't make it. Like you have to know Alien to understand Prometheus. And you know the funny thing about it? You know the beginning bit of the film when he drinks the, the, the um, what's it called? The tonic. The Jägermeister. <laughs> yeah. When, <laughs> when he drinks the Jägermeister and he goes in the water, you know, it took me three Why? times to understand what that was. I did not know what that was. Because back then, I was, I was learned, I, I knew, there's so many things I was, I was learning and when I realized, I thought, hold on, that's, that's a human genome and I was like <gasps> and then when I watched it again I was like I understand this film now and the first time I watched it I, I was baffled I was so baffled it was unbelievable but anyway go on what would you rate them go on the Alien Covenant Prometheus and the Alien Covenant the second part Covenant. helps better explain <laughs> the first part but like, it should have been one movie together that's why I don't like it the separation and that um it just Elba gets to have sex with um, Charlie Theron because of a whim, but because she's a scorn, oh, basically. That yeah, part. like that wasn't even necessary to the story. Unnecessary. It did not mean anything to the story. So, what do you rate them, Prometheus? I'll give them both uh, breakfasts. Because really, that's that's weird. Ridley Scott did not think about Alien Covenant when he made Prometheus. He did not think about it. He did not. Do you understand that Alien Covenant could have been his best movie he ever made after Prometheus? If he had got that right, that would have been his best movie he had ever made. I feel like it was supposed to be longer than they forced him to put out what he put out. Because they already... I feel like it was too long already and they were like, yeah, this is too long. That's true. Okay, Aliens 1, 2, and 3. Oh, Alien 1. Definitely those. Sunday dinner. Alien 2, Sunday dinner. Alien 3, you start to lose me. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We're going to go old school here. We're only going to do sci-fi films as well. Robocop. Oh, I love 2 and 2. I've never seen 3. Freeze, freeze okay, when he gets the jetpack and he flies. Yes. Oh, okay. The Abyss. All day. All day. Avatar. Uh, Avatar. Blue it's blue. basically dance with wolves in space, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. I've yes. seen dance with the wolves. <laughs> it's me too. Um. Terminator 1 to 5. He got stupid <laughs> after 3. Okay. The last one's okay. 
if you yeah, if, if you're okay, looking for action film, like, then you can watch it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> one to two, I have to both give them Sunday dinners. I'm sorry. It's one and two, Sunday dinners all day, every day. I don't know how we did it, but hey, it's great. Um, and I did Blade really like Blade Runner. Thank you. Thank you. Neither did I. I don't even know why they I'm tried to make another new one. It was crap to me. I was like, why would you do this again? It's garbage. It's compl- I'm sorry to say, it, it's garbage. I, I tried to watch first one. It's, I was like, it's just is, unnecessarily broody and slow. And then, like, there was nothing in it that made you care about anything that was happening. Exactly. Okay. Yes, Have you seen amazing movie. movie. Sam Rockwell should have got an Oscar for that. Thank you very much. And, you know, that's that's why I say, you see, box office and these Oscars yeah. don't mean nothing. They don't mean nothing. It doesn't matter what pe- what, what films people go to see. Predestination and Moon. Ethan Hawke should have won an Oscar for Predestination. And the guy that played in Moon, he should have won an Oscar for that as well. I'm sorry. There are two films that I believe that should be... You know that Channel 4 film where they do that the screening thing? When they yeah. do that screening thing and everyone sits outside? You put predestination on and you put moon on and people are going home thinking something different. I'll tell you that right now. They're going home thinking, wow, we just watched two great films there and they made nothing at the box office. That's why I wanted you to watch Endless. I, I'm going to watch it today. I am going to watch it. Okay, last and not me. Last um, but not la- least. What? What did I say? Okay, no, sorry. There's, there's three more. I didn't know I that. watched Dread. Dread, um, the new one. I watched it two days ago. Yes, and I thought it was it was okay. I'd give it I'd give it a a lunch. Yeah, it was okay. There was it's a lot okay. more they could do with it, but it checked the boxes as far as sci-fi for me. Um, but I have a lot of unanswered questions, and I don't think they're making another one, so that's just gonna annoy me. So. No, that that film came out twenty twelve. I made sure I put twenty twelve in brackets. Um, Mad what, Max. Fury Road? What do you think of Mad Max? No, I don't really count Tom Hardy's one as a as a film. Um, uh, yeah, the old one. I've only seen Fury Road. So, wait, so I've you've seen never seen the Thunder? Then I got caught watching it. I got told to go to bed. So, yeah, you need to watch that film. If you don't, I don't really matter about the first one. The first one is trash. I don't. Ugh, I don't know what's going on with that. Um, oh yeah, Predator. Oh, Predator. That, that's a film, right? That's. I actually remember watching film. that with my mom. Funny and can you believe she's not the kind of lady that would sit and watch something like it usually? But we were both sitting there like. <gasps> mm. I want to watch that now. I want to watch that today. I don't know what it is about the predator that I love. I don't know what it is. I just. I think it's the hunt, you know, the hunt of it all. Like I wish we could see it from the predator's point of view. Well, just, just walk on. I don't care if it's from side. Um, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen to the audibles. I'm gonna listen to the audibles because I've yeah, I've listened to. I, I don't know if you know about. You know, they've got Aliens One and they've got Aliens Two. There's one. Uh, there's one book between Aliens One and Two. When you see, um, you know, Rebecca. You see Rebecca's mum and dad. Rebecca's Aliens Two. You know the little girl, Rebecca, or they okay. call her Newt. Yeah, they call her Newt. 
if you listen to the audio if, if you listen to the audibles there is a film between sorry there's a book between aliens one and two and it's absolutely brilliant and you re- and you don't realize that it, what the film doesn't show you is bishop is the one that's orchestrating everything with with um with um Whalen with um Whalen Industries, so Bishop is trying to get the embryo back to Whalen um, Tutani, I think it's the corporation's called, so they can mass produce the alien, so they can use it. So Whalen is basically waking up, um, what's her name, Sigourney Weaver, like every couple of um, years, and like putting her into a situation where she has to fight the alien. That the, the audio very is brilliant. You need to you need to that, watch listen to the actual books of Alien it's completely different from the films completely different the films do not do any justice mm. you would not believe it Bishop is serious brother he's serious this is why when you say you know when you say to me when you said earlier about AI how the Borg is a construct of Alien or would you say I, it's I a construct of what? It, I believe that it's basically the uh, I think that human beings or in, in the Star Trek universe inadvertently created them somehow okay so what they do so in Aliens it's kind of the same thing they've created something that listens to human orders but takes it to the point where it, it, it takes it beyond the call like it, it will kill hu- other humans that are not necessary and it sees Ripley as something that they need to kill her because they know she's the only one that has the guts and the balls to fight an alien head on and he tries to kill her over and over and over and over again that's why you see in that last film in Aliens 3 when she when she finds Bishop and she plugs him in in the in the in the books that doesn't happen at all like Bishop has uploaded his his self-conscious into the ship and he puts her to sleep. He, he constantly keeps putting her to sleep. So he'll make her sleep for years, mate. Years. Until he finds a Connolly or, or, or a ship with enough people that he can assimilate to aliens to kill Ripley. I'm telling you, mate. He's serious, brother. It's serious. I'm telling you, my love. So the Predators, I'm waiting to watch on Audible as well because they have Alien versus Predator films and they have predator films they have predator audio books on there I'm, I'm just waiting to watch, I'm just waiting to listen to these things because I know they're going to be sick I know it's going to expand Arnold Schwarzenegger's story I know I know I know it will expand all that stuff that'll be good that'll be good do you know what I mean it will it will um last and not least is Children of yes, Man yes uh, I believe it has um, British actor Clive Owen, yeah. Clive Owen. Uh, I like the premise of the story. It was very interesting. Um, I can't remember exactly how it ended. I think I watched it on a plane, if I'm not mistaken. She walks with the baby through the street and they get on a boat and I think he dies on the boat, I believe. They're rowing her out to sea. I think he dies on the boat. I can't even remember. I can't even remember how it ends, but I had to put that film because I, I remember that I liked it. I remember that I did. Was it, was it that people stopped being able to have children? Woo! Yes. Person yeah, had a child. Like, yes. It literally stopped the chaos when they saw the child. They're like, <gasps> I can't even remember why people stopped having babies. I couldn't remember why. I think they tried to remember. make it like 
we had destroyed the planet so much that our ability to reproduce was stopped. Like nature took took it away from us. Can you imagine that? Nature. Well, we are part of the planet, so you know we're a biological creature. We don't we don't necessarily balance the planet the way we should. <laughs> you know that, boy. But that's it, my brother. That's yeah, this was, this was interesting. Paper for today. I can't. I had to do cipher one. I had to let people know my yeah, you my, went in. my love for <laughs> I had to. I had to. Brother, I got I got things that I can understand down here that. and everything. Like, I, I wish they would like stop making those like King Kong. You're crazy. Just stop. Please stop. Oh, you're crazy. You're absolutely mad. No, I've got no, all the monster no. films on Blu-ray. I'm... The, how I love... is Godzilla different from Mighty Power Rangers? Tell me. Um he's he's a dragon that refire from Power Rangers. Power Rangers, they, they they know kung fu, and they wear suits. But the alien, but the monsters that the, stupid, the, the Power Rangers they're fight. stupid, they're stupid, they're stupid idiot teenagers that get turned into um um my, a mighty morphing Power Ranger <laughs> that don't even it's know kung fu. It's the same thing. It's more or less made it's by the same, same people. Thing. You know, it's not remember it was a Japanese Power Rangers was a Japanese yes. cartoon. A Japanese live action. It still whatever. is. They still make them. Bought the rights from Bandai. <laughs> the Yellow Ranger was a man. <laughs> but uh, let me tell you something. Yeah, the only problem that's wrong with Godzilla is because they need human actors. They need human actors to act out certain roles, and every human actor that's been in that film has been terrible. Even Eleven is in Godzilla, and she doesn't need to be in it at all. It's just money, basically. So hey, um, but that has been it, brother. Pleasure thank you mine. again. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, Sign this has off, been man. El Chapo Negro, not whatever uh, Teddy will say. Uh, I'm glad <laughs> I've been able to spend some time with you. I hope that everybody is uh, <laughs> keeping sane and safe in this coronavirus lockdown situation. And although Carnival is cancelled, they cannot cancel the culture. So we'll find a way to make it all work. Woo, 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 woo. You know that, mate. I haven't been to Carnival probably since I go every year. I was like I love 21. It. Nah, man. So, well, I think I've been to Antigua one. I can't, I can't, I can't down, I can't no, down well, myself. I, I'm part no, of no the math band and I go and I help out. So, yeah, oh, yeah so you're I'm not just so loitering on the street trying to grab women as they pass by. Is it though? It's life, though. It's no. life. It's life. It's life. It's life. <laughs> okay guys so i've been your boy teddy hoggle um thanks to everyone that's been listening thanks to everyone that i have um grabbed you and told you to listen to my podcast i've taken your phones and i've actually put my name into your phone and that tapped tapped it in yeah i've done that now i have to make more people listen to what i'm doing you build it they will come do you know what i mean so Yes, exactly. So, people, um, I've you been your boy Teddy Hoggle. Is it our Chapo? People like, subscribe, and all that. All that other.